So, hello my friends and welcome to the podcast. This is episode 37, which I'm going to call Courage Unpacked, which in actual fact is something of a follow-up of an earlier session, episode 35, where we were talking about finding courage in the current crisis. Um, really looking at what the sources of courage are for us as we move forward. And today I want to continue with that theme because I don't think we've done with courage yet. In fact, I think the further we move forward in life, uh, the further we move forward from um, the circumstances and situations that we find ourselves in, then the greater our courage for um, the greater our courage is, is, is going to be required. So I'm going to spend a little bit more time today talking about courage and unpacking this as we look at what it really takes to, to shape our lives in a way that allows us to become truly the people that we are. It was the philosopher Soren Kierkegaard who said, And now, Lord, by your grace... I shall become myself. And I guess that is the journey for all of us, isn't it? It's this journey into identity, a journey into meaning, this journey into purpose. And if we're really going to find that, if we're really going to discover that in our lives, then one of the things, one of the qualities that we will need for sure is that of courage. In fact, I think I can almost guarantee that if you consider the people that you admire in life, maybe those individuals that you would look up to for inspiration or encouragement, wisdom, direction, then I think I can almost guarantee that one of the things that will stand out in their lives is, is courage that they have found the courage to position themselves in such a way that they have fundamentally dealt with the issue of who they are as people. Now, of course, it may not be obvious at first that it is courage um, that you see, but for sure, courage is one of the things that's going to be there, even if it isn't at first of all um, obvious. Um, Because courage manifests in all sorts of different ways. You may need courage in the face of being kind, Um, courage to show love or compassion or faithfulness or or loyalty. courage to stand in the situation when other people are are backing off and we of course know that life doesn't come with with any guarantees and so we need a good dose of courage if we're actually going to move forward it was uh, minister and author frederick buchner who said here is the world beauty beautiful and terrible things will happen don't be afraid And the key to not being afraid is the need to face our fears with courage. Now, there's a great passage in the Bible that speaks of an individual who who needed to find courage because 
the responsibilities that were coming his way were going to be quite daunting. He was going to take on the responsibility of leading God's people. Um, he was going to be the successor to Moses. And we, we read his story or the start of his story in Joshua chapter 1. Um, let me just read those verses. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the river Jordan into the land I am about to give them to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life, for as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous, he goes on to say, and be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. I guess God's voice coming to Joshua and telling him to be strong and very courageous is necessary because Joshua was probably feeling the opposite of that. He was feeling the weight of the responsibility that was coming on his shoulders after the passing of Moses, the responsibility of having to lead this group of people into the inheritance that God had promised them. And you can imagine the weight of fear, um, intimidation, or worry that that would have been associated with the thought of taking on that leadership role. It was daunting. And so in light of this, God comes and says to Joshua, be strong and very courageous because you will lead these people. Now, the opportunity before Joshua is significant. Of that, there is no doubt. They'd never been this way before. They were stepping into a new and a fresh inheritance that had been promised to them from Yahweh. And so they were going in a direction that previously they'd never traveled. So the opportunity before them and before him is significant, um, but the fear is also real. And maybe you've felt like that in your life at different times. Maybe you feel something of that right now, that uh, the opportunity before you is real, it's significant, but the associated fear that couples itself to that opportunity is equally brutal in the way that it seeks to incapacitate you and prevent you from moving forward into um, achieving or forging ahead with whatever that might be. And so Joshua has to grow. He has to become, in his situation, the leader that God needs. Um, and God knows this. And so he comes and he says to Joshua, be strong and very courageous. It was Aristotle who said, you will never do anything in this world without courage. 
And in reflecting on this again, in light of the earlier episode where we were talking about the same subject, I'm asking myself and asking you really the question, what is it that you need courage for? We live in a momentous times within the history of the world where we are seeing um, seismic shifts in our understanding of justice and righteousness, our understanding of oppression and racism, our understanding of what it truly means to be human and to be connected to one another in a way that leads to human uh, flourishing. And so as we face this situation, and also, you know, we're we're working our way through the current pandemic. All of this is compounded into one sort of space and moment in, in time. And so we're, we're feeling the tensions and the pressures of, of all of these things. And the question really is, what is it that you need courage for at this moment in your life? Maybe the pandemic is shaping you in ways that you'd not imagined. Perhaps some of that you're pleased about. Maybe some of it you're disappointed by. Certainly this level of containment causes us to put a spotlight upon our own hearts and reveals the truth of who we are as people. And truthfully for myself, some of that I'm pleased with and other aspects of it I'm deeply disappointed with. Truly the journey of life is one of inner transformation and we really need to do the work within ourselves to make sure that that is happening in a way that will, well, as a believer in Christ, bring honor to him. And as a person committed to uh, the process of transformation and human flourishing um, causes me to ask questions about myself and how I need to be as we move forward. What is your life about? I mean, is this situation bringing a significant change on the horizon? And if so, how do you prepare for that? Can you prepare for all of that? Or in the lack of preparation, because preparation's simply not possible, how do you face that unpreparedness? Well, I want to suggest to us that the way, the right way, possibly the only way to face it is with courage because courage is what we display in the face of fear if we want to conquer the obstacles and the challenges that we find round and about us. Sometimes we live, you know, so far away from our hearts that we don't actually listen to what our heart is saying. But what containment and confinement does is it almost forces you in the midst of the silence and the containment to listen to your inner voice and your inner self in a way that maybe the hustle and the bustle of ordinary life doesn't actually allow for. And even if you, possibly like me, are finding that, that this situation hasn't really led to a slowdown in pace, what it has done nevertheless has brought a huge disruption to the previous rhythms of life 
and that level of disruption and disconnection does cause us to think more deeply about our own experiences and so all of these things thrown into the mix shake us up and cause us to wonder what shape will the future have and how will I step into that and maybe you do see some significant changes on the horizon. Now sometimes what we do particularly when life is far from what it is now, let's call it normal or the previous normal, we can use things like denial as a drug or distraction like an opiate that prevents us from facing the truth of really what is taking place inside of us and all of a sudden we notice that the years go by and we haven't changed perhaps in the way that we would have liked to have changed. I came across an interesting tweet recently by a pastor in the States called Brian Zand who said, when COVID really broke out in the US, I watched the film Influenza 1918. And tonight I watched it again and it's even more relevant. So much is the same, the masks, the unpreparedness, the denial, the blame, but the strangest part was how quickly it was forgotten. I'm not quite sure how you perceive the future panning out, whether you think it will be um, a noticeably um, different normal to the normal that we've had in the past, or whether you're of the opinion that you know a vaccine will come and this will simply blow over and we will return back to normal. Um, because we tend to have that tendency within us as people, don't we? Uh, but, but whatever the case, I think the greatest tragedy that could come from our current season is that we may feel challenged to change something in our life in the midst of the pressure that we now face, but go on to lose that conviction when things turn back to, let's put it in quotes, the new normal. And wouldn't that be a tragedy, a tragedy for you, a tragedy for me? I mean, maybe you've got thoughts around issues to do with relationships where you should be investing more time and um, you're perhaps intentional in your thinking about the need to do that. How are you going to hold on to that when the season changes again? How will you take these deep feelings of conviction now and turn them into new rhythms and new patterns in the future? Well, I think one of the ways that we will do that is by embracing a new sense of courage that carries us through into a new way of thinking and understanding and acting and then developing embracing new rhythms and processes that allows and facilitates that change to become reality. Uh, maybe it's not an a relationship that you want to invest in. Maybe, the, maybe there's a relationship that around your life is deeply toxic and that's a relationship that you need to step away from for your own mental health and sociological and psychological well-being and you know what distance does is it gives us the courage to think differently about that relationship uh, what proximity then does when we step back closer to people is the renewed sense of challenge that things actually are going to remain the same because the courage that you need to carry out that change um, ebbs away and so we need courage to to face the future 
um, from either perspective in order that we might move on. It, it was Miles Munro, um, a, a preacher, teacher chap, who I once heard say, if you show me your friends, then I will show you your future which I always found is a deeply profound statement that carries such a lot of truth in it because there is no doubt that we are shaped profoundly by the company that we keep and we need to think about that from both a positive and a negative perspective. Maybe you've got thoughts around education, career changes, a course that you need to go on, an investment that you need to make in life, a profound life change itself, or perhaps thoughts around faith and meaning and purpose, thoughts around issues of justice and equality, how relevant and real those are for us all at the moment. All of these things can go through our minds and one thing is for certain that to bring any level of change in any of these areas we're going to need to do that from a real sense of courage. Now of course that courage comes from our convictions and our convictions really are born out of what we believe to be right and wrong. Also, uh, the value system that we've developed around our lives, you know, now is a good time to, to revisit that value system that you hold. And you may say, well, I've not really got a value system. The, the truth is that we all have got value systems. The issue is whether we have the ability to see them or not for what they are so that we can uh, you know, properly um, look at them, interrogate them, question them and ask ourselves, are these really the foundations upon which I want my life to be built? Because our courage is, is going to come from our convictions. And holding our convictions is again in the world in which we live and the season in which we live something which really is very important to to all of us it was mark twain who said it's curious that physical courage should be so common in the world and moral courage so rare I was listening to uh, Robbie Williams talking actually just uh, just recently and and he said some interesting things around this whole area of of courage. Um he he was saying that um you, you know you don't have to believe in your own confidence but you do have to believe in your courage. And I think there's a good measure of truth in that, you know, that um sometimes you don't feel that sense of confidence but that even when you don't feel that sense of confidence and many of us, you know, we, we, we lack confidence, don't we? Have a, 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 we struggle with, with, with confidence. Um, but, but what we can embrace is courage. And courage is the response that we're going to make even with the lack of confidence that we feel. We're not going to allow that lack of confidence to hold us back because we're going to approach it with a real sense of, of courage. And he said, you know, as a 47-year-old guy, what he wished he would have learned as a younger man was that the need, that, the need, that he needed courage to be disliked more than he needed the courage to be loved. And um, again, there's some interesting thoughts wrapped around all of that. Now, we're going to travel through times of, of disappointment 
uh, and disillusionment. Uh, you will be disappointed in yourself. There will be times when you are disillusioned with yourself. And, and equally, there will be times when you are disappointed in other people and disillusioned with, with other people. And when we feel that sense of, of discouragement, the thing is that at that moment, we are being disconnected from our courage. And what we have to do in life is we have to change our position, our attitude, our thinking, so that we can reconnect with our courage rather than staying disconnected. And so moving forward in life is learning how to deal with disappointment because it's going to come, discouragement because it is going to be there. And these things do disconnect us. And what we got to find is is a new place of encouragement where we are engaged with courage again and there is a lot of power in encouragement if you can do one thing in life if you can be an encouragement i mean a genuine encouragement to other people then you are exercising an amazing gift in the world and if you can find a place to bring encouragement to yourself then you have discovered one of life's superpowers because to stay encouraged to stay empowered is a real key to moving forward and to realizing dreams maximizing potential moving forward into destiny and into purpose and so may you and I realize the importance of reconnecting when we face discouragement and knowing and understanding and learning how to encourage ourselves so that we stay empowered on this journey. So courage is the ability to live up to our convictions. It's about giving attention to the value systems that we live by. It's about listening to our heart. It's about um, making sure that there is a deep inlet pipe into our life that's going to empower us to stand firm. And, and equally, it's about realizing that, that standing for what is right does carry a cost and there is a pain associated with that and it's learning how to turn that pain into into power into being equipped and of course it's about asking god to empower us on the road to courage for sure when joshua was commissioned to become the new leader of god's people I'm sure that there were a whole gamut of emotions that he felt at that time. And God's word into his life was for him to be strong and to be, notice the adjective, to be very courageous, very courageous. And you and I, we need to be very courageous people um, in the world in which we live, very courageous to live by our value systems, very courageous to stand up to issues that challenge us um, as we walk, as we work towards seeing um, God's kingdom come and his will being done in the world in which we live. Let me finish with um, a quote by um, 
by Roosevelt, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, um, who said this. He said, it is not the critic who counts, not the one who points out how the strong man stumbled or how the doer of deeds might have done them better. The credit belongs to the one who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred with sweat and dust and blood who strives valiantly, who errs and comes short again and again, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, and spends themselves in a worthy cause, who, if they win, knows the triumph of high achievement, and who, if they fail, at least fails whilst daring greatly, so that their place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat and may God give us the ability and the courage to live from that perspective not to be those cold and timid souls but to be those who do dare greatly and whether we fail or whether we succeed is not ultimately the issue the issue is that with this one amazing beautiful gift of life that we've been given we were people who dared greatly and showed courage in the face of fear and so just a few more thoughts there on this whole really important subject i think at the moment of courage and may god grant that to you and to me as we continue to journey together and so Until next time, until the next time we do another podcast, I trust that grace and truth will be with you.